Okay, we're back. Episode 110 uh, with Troy Malcolm and Adrian Bow. Great to have you all back. Terrific to see you, Troy. And uh, today we're going to focus on what the sprint is between now and Christmas because it's only a number of weeks away, a lot of changes um, are happening over the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, it's great to catch up with you again. Troy, how, how you been this week, mate? Yeah, really well. Thanks, Adrian. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, thank you for having me again on this uh, podcast. I seem to be getting a lot more messages coming through Instagram profiles um, since being back on the podcast with you, mate. So thank you for that. Now, this was a question as well, wasn't it, Adrian? This was a question yeah. that came through during the week saying, um, if I remember what we're talking about just before we recorded, it was along the lines of, mm. Hi, Adrian, um, notice that there's a lot more activity happening out there, but there's a lot more questions about different things, growth from buyers and sellers. What's the best yeah. way to outpace the market between now and Christmas? Mm. Now, we've paraphrased that and said, actually, the race is within yourself, not only outside mm. what you're competing against, but the race within yourself about what's possible. And I think if we did the numbers and we looked at it just before we recorded, there's only a certain mm. number of weeks until Christmas. Now, there's a few yep. things that are going to happen within that time, as we know. Um, we've got a new New South Wales Premier for the New South Wales people that are listening to this podcast. Uh, this means that there may be changes that are implemented in regards to restrictions. They may be coming out of those restrictions quite quick. We've also seen a shift in regards to the APRA uh, lending criteria, which we spoke a little bit about last week. Now, both mm. of those things, Adrian, actually are going to have an effect on people's decision-making processes now, both personally and in real estate needs, because personally, if the restrictions are eased and we can get back face-to-face -face and in touch with our families, I would think that the transition to people thinking about enjoying family time as opposed to real estate sales and buying mode will happen quite quickly. So for everyone listening to this podcast, Adrian, we worked out there's like 11 weeks until that Christmas period or before we get to that point. So there actually is a sprint to be had to get us to that mm. point that if we have properties that potentially want to be sold and settled by the end of the year, mm. we have to move pretty quickly, right? The next two to three weeks is probably most critical to your final run to the end of the year. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's been, you know, a very challenging period for a lot of people in saying that, you know, there's quite a few agents that have been um, outliers in the industry and have actually increased their productivity, increased their activity, increased their number of sales and actually captured market share in a period where a few agents did put the brakes on a little bit. So it's there's quite a, uh, a fragmented um, marketplace within the industry and there's been quite a dichotomy between the agents that have um, come up against some challenges and others which have thrived and excelled through this period. So what does that mean? It means between now and the end of the year, it's it's time to, to, to really go pro and get serious. And that means, you know, doubling down with your hot buyers, doubling down with your chase list or your hot list, um, doubling down with, um, you know, buyers that are focusing on purchasing first and then selling later because a lot of those people were handicapped because there just wasn't a lot of stock to choose from. That's now loosening up. So those people will now start to become a little bit more active in the market. And that's one particular uh, segment of the market or, or almost a, a section of your database, which you really should be focusing on. And I think 
now that we've seen the uh, uh, government changes with the, uh, the 11th of October, the 18th of October and the 1st of December being crucial dates in the calendars, um, I think you're going to start to see obviously a lot more transactions, activity, buyers. You know, it's, it's, it could be argued that a lot of buyers weren't restricted during COVID, but I think that would be erroneous because I still feel that there were a lot of buyers who were uncomfortable looking at property. And, and I think, you know, with the increased stock levels, we're going to see also increased buyer levels. So, you know, definitely a time um, to, to really ramp up your prospecting, ramp up your social media, ramp up your letterbox drop. As soon as you're allowed to door knock, I'd be doing that as well. Um, any form of success marketing or proactive prospecting or even lead generation from your current listings, whether it's email inquiry, phone inquiry, callbacks, uh, really be squeezing the lemon there to make sure that if anyone um, is looking to sell or get an appraisal on their existing property, making sure that you follow through, follow back and follow up on every single contact that you've got or you come across. Can I ask you, Adrian, just you mentioned phone calls there and I know some people are like, oh, I don't, there's a fine line between um, hassle and hustle. Um, what are you yeah. saying? Yeah. You're, you're actually making these calls right now and your team are making these calls in the market that mm. you're doing. What are you saying yeah. um, to those clients? Because I think everyone that's listening to this episode on the podcast will really want to get a bit of structure around what they're saying to promote an, an action or a yeah. action. Yeah. Well, look, the, the first thing is we've got to accept that we can never progress sellers. I mean, I know that's a common terminology in the industry. I don't like it. You don't like it, Troy. What we certainly can do is provide the facts to people that are ambivalent or sitting on the fence. Now, the facts are these, that if you've made the decision to sell this calendar year and you're making the phone calls, then the dialogue just needs to sell some, something like this. Troy, I know that you've been holding off, um, which has absolutely uh, been uh, justified over the last couple of months. I know that you also have made a decision to get your property on the market between now and Christmas. I've got to tell you that the next three to six weeks really does provide a unique window to sell your property in a very heated market with not as many buyers as there's likely to be later in the year and still at the peak of the market. Because let's face it, if the peak of the market's now and there is a correction, let's call it three to five percent, then um, that's likely to occur either in December or January um, in the in the forthcoming months. So and I know also, Troy, that you've been waiting for another property or a number of properties to come on the market. The, the comforting thing for you to know now is that those properties are starting to appear. I know you still need to sell before you buy, but there is a degree of comfort now for you knowing that that the volume of inventory is starting to hit the market. So you can have some degree of confidence in securing a buyer providing yourself a three-month settlement, putting a release of deposit clause in there. That way, once you see the ideal property that you absolutely fall in love with, then you're in a position to unconditionally exchange on that property and put forward an offer. So they're the facts. You know, if, if you felt more comfortable doing something next year, absolutely we'll support that. Um, but at the end of the day, we're just here to provide you as much information as possible as your trusted advisor so you can make an informed and knowledgeable decision. You know, so that's the sort of, that's the narrative, I would say, Troy, of a lot of these conversations. 
Yeah, and I, I like that. I think it's more conversational. I think it's kind of coming from a place of care, but not too much. And you're really giving them a timeline that they can adhere to. Um, the other thing mm. you mentioned, Adrian, that um, I, I would love to cover off with you is around that success marketing. Um, now, a lot mm. of people have gone out of real estate mode, but now they're starting to come back into that and they're making decisions mm. like you just mentioned. Um, are you covering yeah. Sales that are most recent? Are you kind of talking about what's been happening throughout the year in a number of your pockets that you operate? Look, I, I, I feel that if you've got the volume, meaning that, say, in the last 30 to 60 days, you've sold um, a number of properties, I think it would be appropriate to focus on those. But don't let that get in the way of promoting properties that you may have sold anywhere from January all the way through to now. Um, now, if you want to keep them timeless, you don't have to advertise the prices of those. You can just advertise the fact that that's been sold and get the, the phone ringing, the emails going, the social media going. Um, and look, success marketing is, is exactly that. It's, it's celebrating the sales that you've achieved and then once that triggers a phone call or a contact you actually can become more of a storyteller Troy and actually talk them through what happened with that particular sale how many contracts were issued how many offers you had what it ended up selling for and that way it remains timeless because you can say well look it did sell in February for 1.6 and now I'm very confident that would probably be worth 1.75 but these were the statistics of that particular sale um, in terms of buyers, connections, web views, offers, contracts, which is is very similar to what we would experience if we listed your property in in today's market. So um, you can also leverage um, the sales from other people within your office as long as you get their permission and have a conversation with them. Um, And especially if you're including the actual web links because it's going to go back to that person anyway. So that's, that's an abundance mentality, Troy, which you and I talk often about. Um, you know, as long as it's someone in your office and it's the same brand, then why not celebrate as many listings and sales as, as you possibly can? Yeah. And the other one, Adrian, that I, I would be communicating to a lot of people uh, are the sales that they probably don't know about those pre-marketing campaigns or what a lot of agents still mm. call off markets. There's a lot of those that mm. are in certain pockets throughout the majority of metropolitan areas. It's really important if you have that information um, to communicate that, especially if you know that that's going to have an effect on the decision-making process of your potential clients. Uh, sometimes it's mm. hard for the general public to see those deals when they come through and they normally hear about them after the decision has been made. So it's really important to be able to communicate that. Um, Adrian, as we as we start to wrap up this episode and as we get into um, what we're going to cover off in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a deep dive on really going to the next level. We we know that a lot of agents have, have been doing extremely well given the challenges that we have seen across the market. But we also know that there's an appetite out there based on the feedback that we get from a lot of agents that want to go to the next level. And so they're asking us to almost go what does it look like if I was the next best level of myself and next best version so over the next couple of weeks listeners that's what we're going to cover off Adrian and you've been working hard on this to make sure that we're setting the benchmark where I've got accountability but we're also going to take our listeners on a journey to really get them to the next level and so uh, I'm excited about that I can't wait till till we get stuck in that's going to go across across a number of episodes but also for the listeners out there that have continued to send in the questions we will be 
be interjecting a couple of episodes with some questions because they actually correlate to a lot of the strategy that we're doing here. So AB, that's going to be exciting. We can't wait to get there. Uh, any final comments before we wrap up this episode, episode number 110 of the AB podcast? Yeah, look, I think it's very relevant what you said there, Troy, about that incremental growth. Um, and it's a bit cliche to say that, you know, you want to be the best version of yourself. But it is also very true in the sense that, you know, what, what Tony Robbins often refers to that acronym of CANI, which is constant and never ending improvement, you know, like, that's the trajectory that everyone needs to head towards, both in their personal life, spiritual life and business life is even if the growth and the improvement is is negligible almost and incremental then you're heading in the right direction because it is a long game both life and real estate and I, I think that you know tomorrow if your dialogue was slightly better than yesterday great you know tomorrow if you exercise for 10 minutes more than you did yesterday great you know if your listing presentation you had a gender in it uh tomorrow and two days ago you missed out one of the agenda items and you lost a listing, well, then that's an incremental improvement. So I think that it's a bit delusional to think that, you know, you can make, you know, dramatic changes professionally and personally, you know, overnight. It, it, it comes from references. It comes from mistakes. It comes from, um, uh, you know, other, other learnings. And they're just one outcome which leads to another, you know. So all these outcomes end up adding up to, what I call that, that um, you know, that better version each and every week, each and every month, each and every year. And, and that's what we're all striving towards. Um, and our only competition is, is ourself. I mean, the agents that we know focus on the wrong things, which is, you know, the external competition, they're the agents that consume themselves in that space that outer marketplace, let's call it, and they're the agents that are often distracted unnecessarily. So what you and I have now destroyed, the agents that focus on the inner marketplace, which is, you know, turning up to appointments early, making sure you've got a world-class open for inspection, making sure your pre listing presentation is absolutely spot on. All these things cost nothing. Uh, making sure you do your just listed, just sold calls, making sure you knock out your social media, all these things that you have 100% control of. And they are irrelevant or indiscriminate of who's the premier, what's happening with COVID, um, and also what prices and volume levels are going to be doing. So really focusing on that inner marketplace, I think, is something really, really critical that we need to ensure that we continue to do because there'll always continue to be those external distractions if you decide to focus on them. Yeah, perfect. All right, listeners, that's episode number 110. Thank you so much for joining us again. Make sure you hit that like button, share button, five-star rating, comments, questions, everything. Make sure you send them through to us as well. Uh, that's our currency for making this podcast as relevant uh, as we need to. Uh, and we appreciate everything that you guys do for us in regards to feedbacks. And we're going to keep giving a lot more content in the future. So keep an eye out for extra episodes when they come about. AB, as always, I'll speak to you multiple times today. Uh, it's a habit we have. Yep. I really enjoy it. That's it. Thank you again. Episode number 110 listeners. Enjoy the rest of the week and good luck out there.